0: Ballers, how is it going? We're recording this podcast on a Monday night, February 24th for the February 25th slate. This is Devin Ellington joined by Neil Rochlani.
1: Neil, how are you doing? I'm doing well, my friend. Um, We've got a nice slate for this Tuesday. Usually it's a little light, but we've got almost a night of games I'm pretty excited the NBA seems to be spreading it out a little bit better this season I like it
0: yeah the back half of the scheduling looks pretty exciting we got a little juicy card to get to and we'll roll right into that but first I just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor mybookie.ag you know if you're looking to diversify your sports betting portfolio and put some money in some different uh, accounts so you don't have all your eggs in one basket. My book is great for that. They have quick customer service 24-7. They have quick payouts. They have anything and everything under the sun and the moon that you would want to bet on. They even have future tickets for golf tournaments that are super far away. They got baseball futures, which I've already got some action on. College basketball, women's college basketball, XFL, politicians, all that good stuff. I think they even had some stuff for the Oscars in the awards season. Make sure to use our promo code TODAY, and that's T-O-D-A-Y, for your initial deposit match up to 50%, and that is going to be good up to $2,000. So you deposit uh, $2,000, you're going to get a free $1,000 right back. MyBookie.ag. Bet win get paid. Neil. Still ball with Neil on Twitter, correct? Still ball with Neil. I'm rolling. Or ball ball with Neil. There it yes. is. And I am at dale 7 and we are at Hoopball Gaming. And we are a Hoopball or hoop dashball uh, dot com presentation. Just wanted to give a quick shout out to the motherboard of all of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, make sure folks know where they can get there. NBA juice, and all the fun action. So, without further ado, Neil, you want to jump into these uh,
1: these games we got going on? Yeah, we got, like I said, this latest seven. I'm seeing the first game as Charlotte, Indiana, uh, 7 p.m. tip. I'm seeing Indiana 10.5 point uh, favorite as of right this minute, uh, Monday night, 200, 2.08 and a half over under. Uh, Indiana's coming off that crushing loss to Toronto, I believe it was by 46 points, something like that. Charlotte has been a disappointment as expected this season, 19-37. and Uh, Just an inefficient team without that much talent. Uh, I should say young talent, but not great talent just yet. Uh, I think Indiana wins this comfortably. Ten and a half seems a little too high for me. Um, I'm curious to see what the first half line is. If it's like seven, maybe in the first quarter line, if it's like a four or five, maybe I would lean towards that. I'm not going to touch Charlotte here. And Indiana has all the uh, makings for coming out and playing hard, and they're a much better team. So what are your thoughts?
0: Uh, Yeah, much better team, much uh, better coached team. One thing that really stinks for Indiana is losing Jeremy Lamb. Um, He tore his ACL, had a kneecap fracture and all that stuff against the Raptors. So that uh, news came out today, and that really, really stinks. And uh, he's a player I enjoy, so that kind of sucks. Like you said, I think this 10.5, 11-point spread is a little too rich for me, 208.5 on the uh, total. I think, um, you know – I need to do a little bit more digging, like you said, as far as the first half or first quarter plays, uh, see what those lines settle out. You know, one thing that uh, can be a little inconvenient as we do the show for the uh, following day, we don't have first quarter or first half uh, lines or numbers or anything like that set until the day of or even, you know, a few hours before tip-off. So I will say make sure to uh, keep an eye on Twitter for – any of those quarter or half plays. I gave a lot of those out in uh, the Monday podcast and uh, had some good luck with that. So probably an angle I'll probably try to attack in this uh, game. um, If I remember right by memory, Charlotte and Indiana is pretty good to the first half unders. So uh, do some digging on that as of right now, though uh, 10 and a half is way too much for an Indiana team. That's just still trying to figure some stuff
1: out. Yeah, if anything, I would throw them into um, – we talked about teasers, right? We, yeah, we, yeah. Yeah, this could be a game where I would tease maybe another game we can talk about later I would tease down as well. Uh, is that some foreshadowing I hear?
0: <laughs> yeah, perhaps. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yes. Uh, we'll see. Although this next game well, – you are you ready to move on to six, game two or do you want to, anything else? Yeah, no,
0: I didn't really have anything else to say about that. Pretty yeah. cut and dry game.
1: Yeah, second game is the, uh, the premier game of the night uh, – Milwaukee, Toronto, um, the uh, Bucks coming off uh, back-to-back here. They just won tonight in Washington uh, against the Wizards in overtime, um, heading up to Toronto. Toronto, as I mentioned, has come off a huge win against Indiana. Milwaukee, one-and-a-half point favorite on the road, 231 total. Uh, Devin, I'm really looking forward to hearing what you have to say, but I am going to lean – I might have to, first of all, do – I don't know. If, well, I'm assuming they do parlays. I might do Toronto money line under parlay. Yeah,
0: that I, that's uh, that's a one way to attack it. Um, my thinking is right now, though, is I don't want to get in the way of this freight train of the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, they are 33-23 and 23 against the spread. Toronto's just as good. Don't get me wrong. But, you know – Milwaukee winning by a bucket. I, without Mark Gasol, um, I don't see them having a lot of, um, you know, big man depth to really just attack and take on Giannis and slow him down. Um, I, you know, obviously, Burke Lopez was out tonight. He's questionable for tomorrow, but Robin Lopez filled in nicely for him. Um, this is going to be, like you said, the marquee game of the night. And I am glad that I'm not working tomorrow um, so I can sit here and enjoy this game. Cause it's going to be a great one. I mean, this is probably a preview of the Eastern conference finals and um, you know, let's see what happens. I don't have a huge angle on this one right now. Um, if anything, I would say, look at possibly a first half, um bet if you can find a good one with value when those come out, mm-hmm. but you know i've backed Milwaukee a good amount um- re- in recent uh times, and they haven't failed me um so it's going to be hard for me to go away from something that's uh, helped lend me some money
1: yeah it's tough to get it's tough to um go against them i just what about what do you think about the first half under with Milwaukee coming off an overtime game and strip- mm-hmm. Playing hard defense, um, you know, try to slow down this team. And as a game, they probably get up for. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm a player. What do you think? I, I do like
0: that. Um, you know, and just at uh, a quick glance here, I can kind of break it down a little bit more. So the uh, Bucks are actually pretty even, kill 524 and 25 with six pushes as far as first half over unders go. Mm-hmm. and then the uh, raptors they are 24 29 to two pushes um, in their um, first half over unders and those are pointed to the under obviously uh one thing that's a little um you know encouraging ever which way what what however you want to look at it um, recently um, Toronto's actually been favoring the overs in the first half. They're 6-3-1 and one in their last 10. Hmm. So, I, you know, due diligence is needed. Um, so, you know, just like any other bet, make sure to crunch numbers, find, find the right value. Um, it looks like on the road, Milwaukee is actually a little bit more in favor to the over, um, hmm. just by a game. And at, at home for Toronto, the same thing applies. So... I like to take these two average scores that the teams combine for. I add those, so for example, I've got the Bucks at uh, 109.48, and the Raptors at 112.14 for their home average point combined, and then the road average points combined for Milwaukee. I combine those, I add those up, divide them by two, and if that number I get after dividing is close to the line, you know, I'll take in metrics as far as offensive rating, turnover percentage, offensive rebounding, you know, um, pace of play, you know, and just kind of plug that in and see if I get a comfortable number. So I'll be digging more into this tomorrow for sure.
1: It'll be a fun game to watch nonetheless. So.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, all right, third game on our slate. I've got Oklahoma City. At my Chicago Bulls. Hey, I went to my first Bulls game. Um, Oh, yeah. How'd that go? It was fantastic. I got sixth row center court. Oh, man. I know. It's
0: like equivalent of the 50-yard line. It is. My
1: friend – I have a friend who treated me, um, and uh, it was was ridiculous. I got to see Rubio and the Suns take down the Bulls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anywho, uh, Oklahoma City is a a six-and-a-half point favorite. Uh, 218 is the over/under. Uh, this Chicago team is just not very good. Um, they're missing so many players. In addition, just they don't really have much chemistry. Um, Oklahoma City has been playing lights out. Not lights out. They've been overperforming their expected win totals all season long. Coming off a nice win against San Antonio, where they just dominated them. Uh, six and a half. This is where I would probably tease oklahoma city down
0: mm-hmm. yeah i don't mind that at all yeah. um they are three and zero uh against the spread um in their last um three um uh, on the road and for the season they've been a bit better on the road as far as uh against the spread goes they are 21 and 5 ats on the road this year so pretty much animals getting that done uh I do want to probably jump on this right away at the six and a half, just because 75% of the money I'm seeing uh, is already going into Oklahoma city. So I think this is by the time you wake up tomorrow, this is probably going to be a seven, seven and a half point spread. Mm. Um, So, you know, I would definitely recommend jumping on this line if you liked Oklahoma city side on, you know, pronto. And these teams actually played in December um, on the 16th. Five-and-a-half-point favorite for your Oklahoma City. Uh, They won 109-106, so a total of uh, 215. And they went over the total of 208-and-a-half. So, yeah. um, And Oklahoma City was actually down 19 points at half of that game. I know it was a long time ago, but, you know, it's always good to use some – Uh, correlated data between two teams that have played each other. But this Oklahoma City team, I think they just have a lot more depth than what Chicago does. I think it's going to give them issues. They're a good defensive team. And Chicago is a little bit in disarray right now, Um, you know, with coaching and front office stuff. And six and a half doesn't seem like that many points for uh, Oklahoma City to cover uh, on the road, which they've done uh, at the NBA's best clip. For the
1: season. Yeah, well, Chicago's been in disarray for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, um, I didn't really... want to break the news to you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and Chicago did win their last game. So I don't know if they could win two in a row. <laughs> we'll right. Um, all right. Uh, next game I have here is uh, Detroit at Denver. Detroit uh, looking like they're packing it in for the season. Um, Denver is a heavy favorite here, 12 points at home. 215 is the over under. I know Detroit looks like they're tanking. They're starting a lot of players who don't uh, know how to play in the NBA just yet, but could develop into NBA players. Denver is looking to get the uh, one or two seed out west, and Milksap is back and had a great game last time. They're seem to be clicking pretty well. Murray back in there as well they have their starting five um i 12 points is a lot um i'll have to see a first half line here maybe I lean denver Mm. Um, and i might i might go over just because i don't think denver's gonna have to play that hard defense against them um i think denver's gonna score like 120 at least
0: yeah i can see that for sure happening yeah um too rich for my blood right away. You know, it's a lot of points. Uh, Denver's not that great against the spread. They're a good real-life basketball team, but what I've noticed is they're not that great um, other than their main guy in Jokic for fantasy purposes, and then they're not that great to, you know, gamble on. So I'll probably be staying away from this game um, just because I don't see a lot of value, and... Um, I really don't want to, you know, spend money where I'm not comfortable or confident in it. And, um, maybe look at a first quarter play for a little pizza money, just to have a little bit of fun, but definitely not something that I'm going to, uh, invest in too heavily before I really, really, really dig into some first quarter, first half stuff. And then just kind of also see, uh, what the starting lineups look like and, uh, yeah, I mean, Denver at home is pretty good, so I obviously they're going to win. They'll probably win, you know, sizably, but I don't know if – I mean, 12 points is a lot. I know this Detroit team's pretty bad, but last time these two teams played was just February uh, 2nd. Detroit won outright, so – and was only a two-and-a-half-point dog, and that was before Drummond was off the roster, but um,
1: you never know, so – yeah, you never know. Um, I would never have thought Detroit beat them earlier in the season. So right, right. I mean, without thinking, looking it up. So they are professional teams. So they right. Yeah. Um. All right. Next on the slate, uh, New Orleans at the Lakers. Lakers, a point favorite, two thirty-eight high total, as expected. Let's say a revenge game for Anthony Davis, but I don't think he really cares. Mm-hmm. To, uh, have revenge. It's probably gonna be revenge for New Orleans, if anything. Uh, I know these teams have played before, um, but this is the first time Zion will be there uh, on the court against the Lakers. Um, Another great TNT matchup. So, fun game to watch. Eight points seems like a little much for me for the Lakers. Um, If anything, maybe I go under. 238 is a lot of points. Um, I think it probably. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes over, but just because it's a lot of points and it's a marquee game, maybe the defenses play a little bit harder and it it goes a little bit under. What are your thoughts on this game?
0: Yeah, so as far as defensive ratings go in the last five games, the Lakers are fifth in the league and uh, New Orleans is 13th. So I think that's a good angle right away just looking at it right now. Uh, net ratings go, uh, you know, for the last five games. New Orleans is number three in the league. Lakers are six, so um, – and <laughs> offensive rating for New Orleans, they're number one, and the uh, Lakers are number seven. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be a really balanced game. Um, you know, New Orleans is top five in pace of play over the last five games. The Lakers are uh, a little lower at 14. So – um it's one of those games that I could see the over going by like 20 points. And then I can also see the under hitting by like 15 or 20 points, just because both teams have been playing good on both ends of the court. Um, and honestly, right now, I love getting eight points for the Pelicans. Um, I'm going to probably hold off making my bet until later in the day because right now I'm seeing more than half of the money coming in on the Lakers. I'm going to see if I can't get a a hook or a full point uh, up to nine and be greedy. But um, it might come back and bite me because it's only 52-48 split right now. I might just jump on the eight and then see about doubling up, uh, maybe in-game if they get down early to get myself 11 or so. Uh, New Orleans is really healthy right now. The only guy that they have on the injury reports, Kendrick Williams, which is just a depth forward for them. And in their last ten, you know, they've gone uh, six and three and one against the spread, uh, four, one and one uh, in their away games. And um, the Lakers seem to have issues covering these big spreads at home. Uh, Two highly rated power-ranked teams right now, and it's going to be another marquee matchup. we got some good basketball tomorrow.
1: Oh, yeah, great game. Yeah, i my, am my, my also thought about the defenses. Maybe I think – I don't know if Anthony Davis is going to take on Zion or not. That would be so much fun if he does. That would be a good matchup. I feel like JaVale might guard him, but yeah, Anthony Davis would would just want to, like, show his stuff. You know what I mean? Like, not let him, like, go for I, 25 points. So I
0: think what Frank Vogel might do is just throw a whole bunch of different people at him. Yeah. Even, like, can uh, Caldwell Pope. Uh, I could even see him – uh, putting a smaller guy like Avery Bradley, who is a real solid elite defender on him for a few possessions, and just kind of keep him uncomfortable. Mm. Um, I could see McGee, Dwight Howard, and Anthony Davis all having a little run at him. So um, I kind of want to see what uh, the Frank Vocal does as far as game planning uh, against Zion. Um, you know, but this New Orleans team, uh, you know, you got revenge narratives uh, a couple different ways. Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram in you also got Josh Hart and uh, Anthony Davis. So, I mean, it's uh, – these two franchises are familiar with each other. I <laughs> feel yeah. like that might keep it closer. Um, so, I like New Orleans getting eight.
1: Yeah, I, I like it also. Yeah, I think defense. When teams are uh, fired up, I feel like the defense ramps up better. Yeah. yeah. So, I, that's why I like to under there a little bit. Okay, uh, next game. Oh, Boston-Portland. Um but I don't have—we don't have a line yet. At least I don't. I don't know if you've seen something since we started. I have not been
0: able to find one. Uh, yeah.
1: So Boston's at Portland. Uh, Boston coming off that close loss against the Lakers uh, over the weekend. Portland, uh, for the first time in a while, looks like they're going to be out of the playoffs um, unless things turn around. Um, what are your thoughts here on this game? I—we I, don't have a line. It's hard for me to. I think yeah. boston I think Boston gets the win, so if they're an underdog, I would take them. i'm I'm almost 100 percent sure um Lillard's still out unless something miraculous happens, so he's out Yeah, um, he'll be and out I, and I don't think uh portland can um Boston plays such good defense I think smart will uh shut down um or at least slow down McCollum. and yeah. they don't have really any else, anywhere else to go so
0: Uh, Kimba Walker is going to be out for Boston as well. He's got some knee soreness. He had that injection done. But they Mm. do have the rest of their guys. So they got some really good guards between Brad Wanamaker. And uh, they also have uh, um, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, um, you know, Gordon Hayward off the ball. And then they've got the big guys like Tice and this Cantor as well as the Williams uh, quote-unquote brothers. Boston is just so solid right now. They have depth. You know, Kimball Walker's missed some games, but they haven't really missed a beat. Um, I really like to believe that Boston will probably be at least a five-point favorite. Um, I'm probably going to think it's opening right around six, maybe six and a half. One thing I would like to keep an eye on is seeing where the total opens up whenever it comes out. Uh, tomorrow since we are recording Monday night for Tuesday's card. Hmm. Uh, Boston's games have gone four or five. In their, uh, let me rephrase that. Have gone over in four of their last five. Um, the Portland Trailblazers are on a ridiculous um, overrun right now. You know, they're seven and three in their last 10. Boston's six and four to the over. Um, and then as far as first half – I saw this earlier. Um, as far as first half over-unders go, the Portland Trailblazers in their last 10 are 9-1 uh, and one to the over. So, <laughs> uh, I might have a slight bit of overplay in this. I want to see where the lines settle. Um, the Celtics, you know, they're 5-5 five and five in their last 10 as far as first half over-unders, so they're splitting hairs, but for the full game, both these teams have been trending to the over, uh, offensive metrics up, you know, in the top 10, um, around the top 10, uh, I, I stand correct Boston's 14th, uh, Portland's 19th. So I apologize for that. But, um, pace is going to be up there. I think it's going to be, uh, some solid basketball, even though Dane is going to be out. Um, So let's see where the line settles, and then obviously check us out on Twitter, again, at D-A-L-E, 007, and Bootball Gaming, and then Ball with Neil for uh, some updated information when this line does come out. I think it'll be a good game. Uh, Portland's playing a little bit better as of late, and uh, Boston is trying to stay in that top uh, one, two spot, you know, that top three range with toronto and milwaukee in the east so uh if it's under seven points i'm jumping all over the boston uh line and uh if it's eight and up i'll probably just go ahead and
1: stay away but try to play an
0: over depending on where it settles
1: in at Hmm. interesting um yeah so like keep an eye out like you said for the line and updates on um devin's thoughts and Also mine as well. Um, Last game on the slate, Sacramento at Golden State. Sacramento, a a five-and-a-half-point road favorite here, over under 229. Um, Golden State without anyone, really, at at this point. Um, Sacramento starting to play some decent basketball. I don't think they have enough in the tank to try to get the playoff push. But looking, I don't know, okay out there, competitive. We'll see – We'll see how for tomorrow night. Is this uh, too big of a line for you to jump on Sacramento, or do you like them here?
0: Uh, it's too big, just because you know these two teams are division opponents. They're both pretty terrible. <laughs> um, you know the back door is going to be open until the final horn. Um, you know, Golden State's familiar. Um, obviously, Steve Kerr's familiar with Luke Walton. Um, as far as, you know, his coaching style, his pedigree, that kind of stuff. So, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if Golden State even won this game. Sacramento is just, you know, all over the place. They have been playing a little bit better as of late, but bad teams have their bad tendencies come out, you know, more times than not. So um, one encouraging thing about Sacramento is in their last six against Golden State, they are 6-0 and against Reds, so... And they're 5-2 against spread in their last seven games, so some positive trends as far as those spread numbers go for them. Um, and Golden State has a 6 game losing streak at home, so maybe they have some extra motivation to get off this night at home. But uh, this is probably a good, good old stay-away game for Devin here.
1: Yeah, this one's tough for me to predict too. I can see, um, you know, Sacramento just beat the Clippers – uh without paul and Paul George is not playing, but um they could as just, just easily lose to Golden state so
0: yeah
1: i'm I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna touch this um all right that's on the uh that's all we got on the NBA side you got some uh college basketball that you want to throw out there, I believe right right,
0: yeah, so I mean it wouldn't be a show that I was involved with if there wasn't some college basketball thrown around, kicked around, tossed around, however you want to phrase it. <laughs> Uh, Tomorrow, we have a really great slate. Um, I actually love to do a lot of my digging the day of college basketball. Um, Again, we are recording this the night before. So, tomorrow, I'm going to be investing some time into digging into some metrics and, uh, you know, team statistics and just some really good stuff. So, um, it is the exciting time of the year, and we're only three weeks from Selection Sunday. So if you're just a genuine college basketball fan, we have some really good matchups tomorrow um, for the bubble and for conference tournament seeding and, uh, you know, at large bids. So um, as of right now, um, we have Auburn and Ole Miss playing tonight or tomorrow. It would be tonight if you're listening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to be pretty big. Auburn's, uh, Trending down as far as their SEC play goes, they've lost, um, I want to say one or two in a row now. So this looks like a good get right game. If they can win and uh, take care of business, it keeps them in the hunt for winning the SEC outright for the season. Kentucky's kind of starting to run away with that. Then as far as uh, the Big Ten goes, Michigan State's hosting Iowa, so that's going to be a big game. The Big Ten home teams have just completely obliterated the competition. Iowa's already getting seven and a half points, which is just crazy, um, yeah. because Michigan State's just faltered a lot, in, in my opinion, recently. Uh SMU and Memphis, you know, they are playing in the American Conference tomorrow night, and this is an important game just because of bubble uh, watch. You know, both these teams are fighting for a spot in the big dance, and uh, they're both currently um, in, you know, dire straits for a win to keep their uh, tournament bid alive. Mississippi State and Alabama as well. Um, Both those teams are looking at maybe um, punching a ticket, but they got to get some decent wins down the stretch. And then it wouldn't be me talking about college basketball if I didn't bring up the Mac and get some Mac shit in there. So we got Akron and Bowling Green playing tomorrow night. And I tell you what, Neil, I'm excited for this game. This is for first place. This is for first place. It's a big Um, deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. Akron's twenty-one and six Bowling Green twenty and seven. And if the listeners know anything, I've been tooting the Akron horn uh, for a good three weeks now, talking about how they're going to be in the Big Dance, they're going to win this conference, they're going to maybe even win two games in the tournament. And whoa, whoa,
1: whoa! Really?
0: Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think they at least get one win. You know, right now they're projected uh, to be a twelve seed if I'm not mistaken, 12 or 13, 13. So, you know, if you have any familiarity with brackets, you know, that those uh, four, 12 matchup or uh, those five, 12 matchups, four, 13 matchups, that's where brackets kind of implode. And, you know, you get some uh, underdog victories out of that. Um, And there are some really awesome teams in the 12 and 13 seeding range right now that I've been high on uh, through my bets, through Twitter, through the podcast. Keep an eye on Akron, Akron, and Yale, um, as well as Vermont. Those are the three I like to maybe win in the first week weekend of the NCAA tournament. Uh, The 12 seeds right now are just ridiculous. You got Furman, Liberty, Yale, um, 13 seeds. You got Stephen at Austin, Vermont, Akron, and North Texas. You know these guys are. I I wouldn't be shocked if four or five of those teams win. So without. Running the risk of being long-winded for no purpose here as far as college basketball goes. I don't have any picks right now just because I want to wake up tomorrow, dig into it. I'm going to get very, very excited for these games tomorrow. And uh, you best believe I'll be putting some stuff out on Twitter. So you guys got to make sure to check that out. And uh, yeah, make sure you catch some uh, injury designations as well as uh, line adjustments and all that good stuff. Neil, do you have great.
1: any? Uh, I, I was gonna say, action? I love my, I love me some action, so I'll definitely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> checking out these know, tips. We're
0: here in the Midwest. It's an important thing to us. Um, <laughs> it is. It's it's Big Twelve, Big Ten country, but the action is where it's at. I I love the Mac. It's just some of those blue collar Midwestern schools that just continuously have rock fights and just throw shade and. Jabs and all that good stuff at each other so they're feisty they're all trying to get into the tournament so
1: yeah well i'll be following you on twitter tomorrow to see what you um come up with once the lines are out and once you do some more research um beautiful do you want to take it anything else before you get out of here
0: well before we conclude i'll just do another quick shout out to our sponsor mybookie.ag just want to make sure to remind the folks if they didn't hear the promo uh code in the beginning of the podcast that we give it out again and that is T-O-D-A-Y, today, for the promo code of the deposit match up to $2,000. You get 50% of that. So you deposit $2,000, you're going to get 1000 back. My bookie has some great payout structures, quick on it. They do great promos. They have 24-7 service. Um, top-notch, top-notch book. Easy to use, user-friendly, and uh, we enjoy them here. So bet, win, get paid mindbookie.ag.
1: Neil, you have anything else for the fine folks at the Hoop Nation? I don't. Thanks for listening. Thanks for following us. Thanks for betting. And hopefully we can all win together.
0: Yes. Good luck tomorrow, guys. We're going to let this jazz ride us out. All right. Take care.